You've probably heard this. And even if you haven't, it should make you think of mojitos, midday sun, and the mystery that is Cuba. It's a place of 1950s cars, cigars and gorgeously faded facades, which time has forgotten. The problem is that most of the world has forgotten it too. Before Cuba began to make the news again this year thanks to the thawing relations with the United States, it was only referenced every time a rumor of Fidel Castro's death emerged or as a failed state, which would ultimately become America's 51st. My husband, Telford, and I wanted to see for ourselves. We wanted the real Cuba. And so we went on the eve of the U.S. Embassy opening, and our eyes could barely believe what we saw. We arrived at midnight after a tumultuous time in Spain. Yes, tumultuous, not because of Spain, but because of Iberian air. They sent our bags four days ahead of us, but only because they refused to send us without a Cuban visa, which South Africans don't actually need, but which Iberian air passengers do. In some parts of the world, you're a citizen of commerce, not a country. In Cuba, though, you can only be a communist. And when we met Oscar, a waiter at a terrace restaurant, we learned something about life when you aren't. Yeah, I'm a I can't work with you in the street. It's not possible. The, the police arrest me. I work here. I work here. I know many police in Central, but in Havana. The police now don't know me. Yeah? I don't know. I, I don't know this police. Uh, the police tell me, hey, you, your documents, mm. arrest me. Oscar served us lunch on the morning we were leaving, ten days earlier than planned, when we discovered we would run out of money in a place where credit cards can't give you any currency, the cook is pegged to the euro, and we hadn't brought enough cash. We also wanted out after we'd walked our way through Old Havana and up and down the famous Malacon and seen nothing but dashed dreams. Those facades are faded, but they're also falling apart. People actually live in those buildings, actually climb all those stairs, and actually feel all that grime on all those walls. They actually don't want to be there. They actually wish we weren't staring at them, pitying them, taking their pictures, and pretending they are living in prettiness. Those cars still go, but some of them are rusted through, rattled dangerously, and roar with rage. Life is hard in Cuba. Information is limited. Some people know what time a place of interest, like a cigar factory or a museum, opens. Others know where to get the tickets. Others know what's good to see. But no one we met knows all of those things. There is no access to the Internet, except in posh hotels. And even there, much is censored. Life is basic. The casa we were hosted in was a simple three-bedroomed flat owned by a physician who was renting out rooms for extra money. She fed us fresh fruit, scrambled eggs and Cuban cheese for breakfast before her hospital rounds. She fed us enough so that we would not have to eat until either a late lunch or dinner, and one night we decided to go all out. We heard the Buena Vista Social Club was in town, so we bought tickets. The band is now a mixture of new members and some of the originals. Others have died and perform in different hotels around Cuba from 10 p.m. on most nights. Cuba, Cuba, Cuba.
Our show was at the Havana Club, where we were treated to two hours of non-stop Caribbean rhythms. In the crowd were visitors from the UK, US, Germany and Turkey, some searching for the new Cuba, others trying to create it. I don't know what they found and I don't know what they're trying to turn the country into, but I do know that Cuba needs change and I hope I will go back to see what that change will be. Thank you.